Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies, we keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Welcome to Tags Live. I'm your host, Steve V, alongside my co-host right here, Cody Maurice Doggett. Cody, how you doing? I'm wonderful. Hello, darling. Hello, darling. Exactly. That sets the tone for this week's show. This is our third week, and we are so happy to be a part of the Connection Zone on the Get Vocal application. Get Vocal application is this really cool platform that is video-based, a little bit like Zoom Call, a little bit like Facebook Live. And what I really love about it is they've put us in the 9 o'clock wa- slot every Wednesday for the Connection Zone. And people before us, people after us are all about sex, love, relationships, and we couldn't be happier to be here. Uh, this just to preview this show a little bit later in the hour. We have got DJ Dan DeLeon joining us. Super excited. He was um, so, excited. so excited. Friend of mine that I've known since LA. He was on our other show, Sex with Stevie, our live Facebook channel show. That's a lot of fun. Well, he's back and he's going to be talking about spinning this Labor Day weekend in Atlanta. Yep. And we're going to drill him. We wish we could drill him or he could drill us. But... Whichever way he wants. Well... It. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. We'll keep it. Well, we won't push him too hard, but um, no. we have a lot. We have our questions ready for him and we are ready it's going to be a lot of fun um we're also going to be talking about part three of a series we started when we started this show called vulnerable voices can't wait to get into that and yeah it's going to be a lot of fun plus some viewer questions that we're answering for you but before we get started cody you and i hung out last week and last sunday and we actually went out for the first time yeah. to to a bar and I, I felt like a virgin in so many different ways <laughs> <laughs> i felt I renewed that happened. <laughs> not much not much but you know with everything that's been going on i do feel like i've been rebaptized and re we went to the new york eagle which for a lot of my friends that know me know that that was my staple. That was my cheers bar. It still is, I guess, in a lot of ways. And the way I know that it is my cheers bar is that the minute you and I walked up to the bar last Sunday, the doorman, we, we could say his name, Sharif, who's just awesome, was like, Steve, welcome home. When you get a welcome home at the bar. <laughs> I was like, am I with a celebrity? Okay, wait a minute. I think I am. <laughs> no, no. But how much fun did we have? I mean, a lot different than what we're used to. But how much fun did we have going out in this new way on the rooftop at the Eagle? Um, I had a wonderful time. Um, it's definitely a new experience. So in a way, I'm a virgin too. <laughs> Maybe not in the same way as you. <laughs> but um, it, even the, the guys that were six feet away from us, next to us, they even commented that this was like 
it was just like a new experience for them and how it was a little bit strange, but still, it was still good to be out and amongst our our peers our, and, and other gay people. Because I think I was definitely missing those safe spaces as far as gay spaces are concerned. I agree. I remember those guys next to us and it was fun kind of, and they were cute too. I remember we were like, okay, hello over there <laughs> from, from a distance. <laughs> how, how, you doing? how you doing? <laughs> However, like we thought you and I before you had some guy come kind of come up to us and was all up in your space. What was with that? Real quick. Tell that story. Okay. If he would have came up to me, I probably would have been like, dude, calm down, I'm here with my friend and we're having a conversation or whatever. But he was like really close to me trying to talk to me and I was like, not having it at all. I was like, okay, it's good to talk to you. Have a good day. Exactly. <laughs> like very dismissive and he just, he got the picture pretty quick and he just zip, turned it on around. He really did. And it was just, he was getting way too close and a little too loud. And we've talked about it on Tag's podcast before. My other co-hosts have talked about it, how with a little bit of alcohol sometimes inhibitions go down and yeah but you were so on point your my favorite part about the whole situation was cody literally was like as the guy's coming way too close way closer than six feet he had one of those masks that just was a bandana mask and immediately pulled it up and was just kind of like shielded and guarded and ready to go and i love that it was like yeah no. yeah you're not playing. I play no games out here in these streets. All right. <laughs> well, we're gonna get into some. Uh, normally, in this next segment, we would do gay, hot, gay sex topic or breakdown one. But we had so many viewer questions from you all last week that we thought we'd finish up on some of those, including one that somebody actually wrote into us that heard our our response and had something to say about it. And I'll just read you what he initially said. He says he's um, he's writing because he, this is last week and we answered his question last week, but just for you new people, he's been thinking of supplementing his full-time job with an OnlyFans account, but there's definitely no limit to dudes doing stuff online and he'd rather not go through the risk for a little benefit. He was asking us, do you know anyone willing to provide a consult or even someone with a production company? He said, he's somewhat of, it's somewhat of a weird question. Well, we answered that question. You can, we, we gave, I thought we gave him some really good advice and I think yeah. do what you got to do. And one of the answers I gave him was a guy that I follow, Greg McKeon, who offers sort of a free page on his OnlyFans. In other words, he starts with this Twitter account, giving you like a really great taste of what you're going to expect, a lot of good taste. Then you can actually sign up for a free account on Greg McKeon's account, and you get a lot of free OnlyFans content that's other people would probably be charging $9.99. And then he has a next subscription level for like the $9.99 and then a premium. So I was saying, and we all came down to the notion that it all comes down to the content and you have to be willing to put out new content all the time. But he liked what we had to say. He said, uh, thanks for answering it. Your answer gave me a good path forward. Sounds like the content comes first. Yep, that's what we said. And the fans come later. Well, you know, in our opinion. And he said, since his job is fairly lucrative and he's pretty much a freak, um, sounds like Adina Howard. Remember that song? <laughs> <laughs> he intended. What you know about that song? <laughs> Shush. I intend. <laughs> I intend to keep an an anonymity with a mask and attempting to fetishize it while using a nursing theme. He says. Um, so he's going to keep the mask on and go come up with sort of like a nursing theme. I wonder if he works in the medical profession, but. What are your first thoughts on hearing that? So when I, uh, just upon you telling me this, it immediately brings up uh, another OnlyFans that I, I might be the OnlyFans queen, probably. <laughs> because I know of another OnlyFans content creator that um, he was in school at the time when he began his OnlyFans and he never showed his face. Um, I think it's, his name is Damage Bottom and it worked out just fine for him. And now that he's out of school, 
Um, he's showing his face. He's actually in mainstream porn now. So oh, it's actually he transitioned that way. Very, very, yeah. And he still has his only fans, of course. And so you, it's, of course, it's a good lucrative way to get back into it. Even if you don't show your face, there's still lots and lots of things you can do. And honestly, the idea of wearing the mask and the nursing theme works. So I love anything that's relevant and fresh to what's going on now to me. You know, we do a lot of production stuff here. And to me, you need to always be fresh, relevant, and wearing a mask, I think, really just plays into everything. And the idea of making the doctor theme, the nurse theme, who doesn't like that? I mean, there's so many storylines you could go with that, right? <laughs> well, we have one. Yeah, naughty doc, naughty doc. Absolutely. Well, it looks like we have time for one more here. By the way, you can weigh in. Feel free to comment in our comment sections. We'll read them. I'll try to glance over to YouTube. And of course, we're on Facebook, too. I'm not sure we can get there, but we'll try to get to all of your questions. And if you have questions for our upcoming guest at 930, DJ Dan DeLeon, please shoot them in our messages. But one of them that came in my DM recently, he says quote, I've been ghosted by two people who went to alcohol and drug rehab and one person who went to psych rehab in the past year. He asked the question, why is this so common in the gay in gay dating? Or is it just me and the people I attract? Well, I'll start off real quick with my answer that I thought about is if it's just in the past year, part of our year has been in a pandemic. And so many people, as we've had psychiatrists on the show, Eric Yarbrough, that I rebroadcasted this week on Tag's podcast, say that a lot of us have been going through a lot of mental issues, you know, obviously. And it's it's not surprising to me that people have unfortunately you know, in different ways, maybe resorted to, to different coping methods. And some of them, unfortunately, at times might be the abuse of alcohol and drugs. And, and, but we all have mental issues. So that was the one thing that maybe my answer would be a little bit is if you're talking about within the last six months, um, give some of these people a break. And I don't know that it's just you. What would be your answer? Um, yeah, I agree with you. So, Give yourself some space and, and, and be kind to yourself, especially during these times. Um, I just think that maybe this gives you a place to look for the future. Maybe maybe if you feel like you're attracted to the wrong type of person, maybe just look a little bit closer in that area that you think that is not desirable to you and that you think to avoid this situation in the future. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't know his entire situation right. um, and I'm not a mental health professional, but that's that's what I say. But you do. You are a. Um, tell us a little bit about your coaching. This would be a good time to talk about. That. I'm a certified life coach, darling. <laughs> and I, um, it, his story has given me a little bit of saber saber complex. But again, I would have to have sure. multiple conversations with him before I even am like we move forward from from that general point of view. So. Absolutely. Yeah. And you can always follow Cody Maurice Doggett on Instagram and reach out to him more about that at Mista with an H Maurice and inquire more about his life coaching. And you have a more of a focus anyways on relationships, but you do career as well, correct? Yeah, 100%. I work with a lot of artists. I work with gay, um, with gay relationships and things of that nature. So yeah. Yeah. And the other thing, other thing I would say too is that in talking to a psychiatrist that we had on the show, I just rebroadcasted, so I was mm -hmm. re-listening to it. Eric Yarbrough, we're going to have him back on Tag's podcast soon. And one of the things he, you know, in general in our LGBTQ arena, we have we come from a lot of different backgrounds, and a lot of we haven't had a lot of education of our sexual education, our sexual health. I think it's a new era for a lot of us, which is really good, but it's not surprising to me that people would have different issues and it's, I don't think it's personal to you, but be, have a little compassion and empathy maybe for the people that have reached out to you to share their personal stories. And, you know, obviously, you know, if 
on some level. You say they ghosted you, but somehow you know that it had to do with alcohol or psych rehab. But those are all cries for help, and people need to not shame people for that. And that's, you know. You know. Yeah. First and foremost, he, he should be happy that they're getting the help that they need. Yeah. So that's, that's fantastic. Absolutely. Jen says that Cody's laugh is the best. I love it. And who can help with lesbian relationships? Uh, you know, last week on our Sex with Stevie show, we had um, Zoe uh, on. And you can go to tagspodcast.com. And she was amazing as a sex uh, education expert. And she has a new book coming out. She would be somebody. We should talk uh, more about that, Jen. And we could... You know, there's a lot of resources out there. We'll try and have more expansive conversations within our acronym LGBTQ because I think that is so important. Um, we've got to move on, though, to uh, our series. It's part three. Can you believe we're on in part three of our series, Vulnerable Voices? So excited. Uh it's just uh, so good to be vulnerable with you, Steve. And with everybody else watching, <laughs> of course. Yeah. <laughs> no, oh, exactly. Now. <laughs> now it feels some kind of way. No, um, if you, we started this series, if you just tuned in uh, on our first broadcast, and it was suggested to me by a friend that we are in, in really a segue from LGBTQ and all the things that we all go through, the words we, even as adults, there's so many vulnerabilities that we all have and they are okay. It's when to recognize them and when to have these conversations. And I don't think there's enough platforms aside from your, we're your friend here. So let's, ha let's break down part three. Last week we were talking a lot about, uh, um, body image. So you can look at last week's episode and Cody shared a really interesting story about a guy that he met that he was all ready to top until he saw his dick size that was bigger than his. And we broke that down. Well, you got to watch. <laughs> it only happened once. It only happened once. <laughs> exactly. And I said, have you not heard of big dick bottoms before? Just saying. Anyways, but on this week, we wanted to expand the conversation on vulnerable voices. And this week, we thought one of the things that we all seem to have vulnerability with when we hook up with somebody or even when you start dating with dating somebody is disclosing things like STIs, HIV status, and even newer things like COVID. Have you had it? Are you being careful? What's your hygiene practices? And then with COVID, when to date, when to kiss, and how, to, how far you want to go with all of this new arena that we're in. But starting with that and disclosure, HIV, um, or STIs in particular, I was thinking about this because for the longest time, I never had any at 49 i've never had any sti ever and i kind of wore it with like a badge of honor until my co-host jeremy ross lopez on tags podcast said you know it's don't think that you're so cool almost essentially i had to kind of get over myself and i went on a cruise an atlantis cruise if you must know and i had some fun well i'm just saying i did get my first sti ever and I had to get over that initial mm -hmm. shame that I had. And that was a whole nother story. But in a recent dating arena, I remember sharing it with somebody. And it wasn't the easiest thing to share. And I felt myself even saying, oh, I had this, but I got taken care of. And even there was even some shame, even though I did the right mm -hmm. thing and I was getting tested regularly, I still felt some vulnerability about sharing that I even had that. But, hey, I'm telling you all, so I'm getting over it. But what's some with that yeah. world, either STIs or HIV or that you would share, Cody? Um, I, I mean, I've had uh, an STI before. And, of course, I got treated and I got it all taken care of. Um. I'm not quite sure even who I got it from, which is kind of not, uh, again, like like you were just saying, it's not something right. that you'd like to say out loud, 
but it's something that, that needs to be said and the stigma needs to be taken away from it because we're all human. We all slip up. And maybe not even um, slip up. You don't know. Mistakes are made. Yeah. You can get it through yeah. sal- saliva or, yeah. yeah. Mm, true. True, true, true. Thanks for bringing that point up. Um, and just in this day age, knowledge is power. You have to be at forthcoming with this type of thing so that you protect people and you protect yourself. Absolutely. Yeah, I would agree with you. Knowledge is power. And the more you know, the more, especially like in this prep era that we're in, you, Jeremy, my other co-host mm-hmm. is such a, has reminded me constantly on the show and for our listeners to constantly get tested regularly, even more so than the three month mark on STIs. And I just think the quicker you learn something, we had a whole conversation. It reminds me of when to tell others because the recommendation by doctors so that you don't keep the STI within this bubble or this circle of people that you sleep with is to then, Mm -hmm. if you got one, kind of think of the last people that you did sleep with or person and tell them and it's kind of your duty not so much just to shame anybody but to or to make somebody worried but to say hey look this is what i got almost paralleling what uh, we're talking about in covid times wouldn't you say amount about tracing and so forth it's it's very similar yeah um all i can think of is the tv shows that you see and them having to call think about the last 10 people that they, they slept with and having to call each and every one of those people on that, that list. And that, that in and of itself is super vulnerable. Yes, and, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, moving on with our conversation of vulnerable voices, um, this was something that you brought up, Cody, on when in a relationship... Yeah. Or just in general, I would say, is to say I love you. Um, why did you think of this, and why did you want to bring this up? And I'll let you lead this. So, um, like I shared last week, I am the type of person that when I meet somebody, I, I like plan the whole wedding <laughs> in advance. I see how they can fit into my life. But actually coming to and saying I love you is something that I've made a lot of mistakes with in the past. And um, maybe I didn't really love that person. Maybe I thought I loved them and didn't, and and it was really like lust or a strong, strong like, and ended up hurting that person. Um, so now what I do is I take time and I really evaluate my, my feelings for that person. So um, that I'm not, hurting somebody in the long run. Yeah. I think the last time that I said I love you was over two in a romantic relationship. I told you today. <laughs> I know. So. I totally misread it. But what you were we won't bore Cody was telling me about this topic, how we should include. And I interpreted it as that, I love you, bitch. And I was like, I love you too, Cody. <laughs> You're like, as I do love you, Steve. I was that. I know. Yeah. I do I love like, you, oh, but. <laughs> so, yeah, I think I haven't told anybody that in a, in a romantic relationship in oh, yeah. over 10 years. So, I. I've felt it, but I haven't said right. it to that that person. Um, yeah, um, I would you? agree that it's something very vul- vulnerable to express that. And in I was sharing last week on a summer f- romance fling that I had that w- ended fine. It's just was we weren't kind of meant to be, but. As you spend more and more time with somebody, particularly, I would argue, in a pandemic when you haven't seen anybody and the flesh and the mm-hmm. intimacy and all those things. <laughs> oh, I was getting. Easy to get wrapped, oh, I, I was wrapped. Get wrapped up in those. I, I love your yeah, orgasm. I was in that part, but I was definitely <laughs> the intimacy, of course. How couldn't you? And I would think that it, it's become more heightened in this period because we're all starving for true intimacy, mm-hmm. true affection, true simple touch that absolutely. But for me, I think when you mentioned this, 
And I think the reason why I responded on, oh, I love you too, is because for a long time, it was hard for my family and all just to say those words. We d- we knew that we loved each other, my parents and my sister and I. We It wasn't something that we grew up just saying all the time. And I know a lot of families grow up with that and some are on the other spectrum that don't get any of that. And so we were sort of, we knew we were loved as kids, but we didn't know that we didn't say it all the time. And I would have to say that it's uh, two of my BFFs, uh, Jeremy Ross Lopez on Tag's podcast says it all the time. And he got me kind of into that. I initiated that with my mother and we certainly say it now all the time when we're talking and we really mean it too. And yeah. And so I would yeah. say, you know, I love you can is vulnerable with those that, it, it's definitely can come up with a romantic dating boyfriend situation. It can come up when you just, ah, oh, I'm getting, you know, pounded and I love you for that. <laughs> you really mean I love this orgasm. I love your flesh. I love, <laughs> I love your, yeah, I love the size of it. I love the, what you're doing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so for me, it's meant a lot more in that arena, I think, of, kind of you know just people that are really important to me and that kind of love and when you meet somebody here and there it's uh, they're kind of like fun fun moments but we'll see if we get to that love because that's a whole different kind of love yeah (laughs) (laughs) have you ever oh we have to read this um, real quick jen says um she says okay okay, lesbian lesbian say i love you on the second date I bet they do. <laughs> and we've heard that before, and I that always seemed like such a cliche, and but I'm sure there's definitely some truth to that. Right? Yeah. Yeah. I hey, if I could if I could date a lesbian, I would trust me. <laughs> you would be, yeah, and those of you who don't know, Cody was sharing with me he loves camping and <laughs> And I know we're talking cliches and a lot of gays don't aren't into yeah, so yeah, yeah you'd make a good lesbian. I I, I like flannel too, so all right now. Simmer down over there. I would I would be the, the lipstick. You would, oh, of course you would be. Of course you would be. Absolutely. Yeah. Um you know, and let us know what some of your vulnerabilities are before we bring in our first guest. We have a few minutes here. Um, Jen, yep, definitely. I'm just going to check our other areas real quick. Maybe, Cody, you could check our Facebook page, Tag's podcast okay. page, and see. And my, And I will tell you real quickly, next week, we are going to be talking about vulnerable voices in part four. It's our final um, final um, day of vulnerable voices. And we'll be ending up about relationships and when to open up about when you want something new, when to, when to open up the relationships, when relationships might be getting a little bit stale and we're going to be talking a lot about fetishes which i think is going to be really exciting to talk that about and i think it's going to be really important and yeah um we're all i heard was yeah right you and i have talked as particularly (laughs) to preview next week is that you and i both have fetishes that I think came a little bit later, right, Cody? Like for me in my 40s, I yeah. got more into fetishes. And what I really want to talk about next week is the vulnerability of exploring those fetishes, who to who to explore them with, and when you meet somebody that you're into, like who to explore those fetishes with because, without feeling judged, whether it's like foot fetish or whether it's like I've been in, so involved in the leather community and all that world or dom and sub. Those are all vulnerabilities that can come with fetishes, wouldn't you say? Yes. Yes. One hundred percent. Sorry, I'm, I clear. I clear my cookies, and I forgot all my passwords. So now well, we I'm got um, Renan <laughs> says he's fetishes. He's in. Okay, well, maybe you can join our conversation next week, Renan, and we'll pull you 
in yeah. for sure. Um, let me unlock this channel because our next guest is DJ Dan DeLeon. I see him on there. Uh, when he's ready, Dan, you can just uh, grab this spot. It's called Grab This Spot, and we'll pull you in. And I think he's coming in right now. Hey, hey, hey. How are you? Hey, how you doing? Hey! Happy um, Labor Day weekend, I guess, correct? Yeah, totally. Right. Happy Labor Day weekend. Absolutely. Thanks for doing the show. You did our show, uh, Sex with Stevie, like kind of at the beginning of all this pandemic. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies, we keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Or earlier in the spring, and right, so it's great. Right. Yeah, it's great to have you back. Um, welcoming DJ Dan De Leon, and we have so much to talk to you about. But and including your upcoming, you're spinning this Labor Day weekend in Atlanta. I, we'll get into all of that. We've got our questions ready for you. But I think my first question for you is: How has the mor- has how has your morale been, and your fellow performer? DJs been in this entire pandemic when you know all summer long spring and fall you would have been spinning around the world right yeah it's um it's it's been a really weird and difficult you know um year uh the first I think the the first uh, events that I had that started getting rescheduled were in March and um I've had you know dozens of, of of dates rescheduled and rescheduled again because pe- people at first thought that you know the fall would be open and now it you know it who knows you know when these events will will be back um, especially the large ones you know like the prides and stuff like that um, so so yeah this is really exciting because Atlanta started opening up a little bit sooner and um, <clears throat> and they had last weekend they had a big series of events. Uh, across like five venues in four days, you know, whatever, and um, it was a it was a good turnout, and uh, you know, it, it was successful. So um, it's uh, you know mask required and social distancing, and the venues are trying to they're trying to use the outdoor sides of the venues you know, more than the indoor whatever. But um, it uh, it looks good, and um, I'm excited because it's work. So you know, there's a lot of people doing all these. Um, virtual events which are great you know I, i've done streams and um i'm doing uh, uh the Folsom magnitude virtual party which is uh september 27th i think so that's going to be a stream thing with you know uh computer graphics and margaret cho is uh emceeing the whole thing and it should be really oh, cool i know we love her i'm curious to see how they do it i know that they're going to be yeah. showing like um uh, like short films, like fetish and kink, like short films, uh, and they're asking for they're asking for submissions right now. Um, and oh. then they've got the uh, the DJ events. Okay. Uh, they're going to have go go dancers. Um, my boyfriend Jacob's going to dance to where the do- the go gos are going to basically be dancing in front of green screen also. So they can either zoom in live or they can pre record their go go set. So they're going to have all this different material to like cut back and forth from, um, and uh, it should be fun. So, but yeah, this year has been rough. Um, and, um, 
thankfully the uh, the pandemic unemployment came through, so that's that's good. Um, but yeah, you know, it's it's interesting because this year has been kind of a it's been kind of a weird year for me because I'm I'm kind of resetting from a relationship that ended last year and um, kind of like finding myself again. So I I I appreciated the fact that this whole pandemic thing happened when it did and not like, you know, um, because in a weird way, it kind of afforded me the space to, um, you know, kind of do this inner work and, you know, work with my therapist and all this without having too much craziness going on. Because if I'm, if I'm traveling and touring and all this, and, and I've, I've, I'm, you know, trying to like deal with like emotions and feelings and thoughts and, you know, interior, you know, stuff, it's, it's, uh, it can be very, um, it's just not going to go anywhere. You know, I'm just going to kind of stay in place and, and not get, you know, not get any of that work done. So I've been able to really grow, you know, personally, you know, and kind of heal, um, which is good. I'm still in that process, but, um, you know, so there's, there's some, there's like something to be grateful for, you know, as well as, um, uh, you know, the, the nightmare that it is that to not have work and to not know when you're going back to work. Yeah, Cody, would you want to say, ask him? Yeah, I was going to say, um, hi, Dan, first of all, it's a pleasure to meet you. (laughs) So you and other DJs have performed many, like, virtual parties. You were talking about this earlier. How is that to perform? And, like, what's been your response from all the audience? Well, you know, there's different different kinds of setups for these virtual parties. So some of them are truly live, where Mm -hmm. it's like a live feed. And you're spinning live, and it's being broadcast live, and that's what I set up with, because uh, uh, we were doing this short, this uh, like a short series, a short format uh, web series called the Circuit. So I set up our first um, live stream for that, which was like a benefit. Uh, it's really in- good, by the way. I, I I love the graphics behind you. The yeah, really- thank you. Yeah, that yeah. was a lot of work because we had to, you know, we had we were recording, we were spinning live. And then we were taking that feed. We had multiple cameras and, and computers. We had four computers going at the same time just to be able to handle the whole thing because we had the, the feed coming in and then we had to affect the feed. And then we had the feed going back out, one feed going out of the effects computer to one laptop that was feeding to Facebook Live, the other one going to YouTube Live. So a computer for each one of those things. You know, then the two oh cameras, God, already... it, was, it was a nightmare. Yeah. It, was, it, was yeah, yeah. night, it, was, it was so much work. But, but effective, really cool but experience. effective, yeah. Yeah, it was really cool experience, um, and the, uh, the 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 uh, video effects artist was amazing. So that was really cool. But then you know, there's a lot of other ways to do it. So you can pre-record your set, and then they can you know air it later and like do the effects later. So that's what we're doing for Folsom, for example. So that's going to be like I'm going to record it on Friday, and shoot it with a green screen. I bought my green screen. I, I don't know how I, I don't know how I'm going to do all that, but we'll we'll figure it out. Um, and then send that to them uh, over the weekend, and then uh, they'll add effects and put it in the program and then broadcast it all at the same time. Well, you mentioned uh, the circuit, the web series, and that's, I think, when we had you on uh, my first podcast, Sex with Stevie, and you were talking about it when it was coming out and about really just featuring you as a producer on the series, some dancers, other DJs, new DJs, and it's really riveting. Cody and I were watching it, and, and cool, we love yeah. it. You can watch it on YouTube. Oh, yeah. um, but we had to ask you because it. there was a controversy that happened with two of the dancers that were on, that were featured in the circuit, mm-hmm. that a lot of us know when the early on in the spring in the pandemic, there was a big party here in New York City with DJs at somebody's place, and it really got a rave. Rona Rave, yes, the infamous Rona Rave, and two of those, at least one of the dancers in particular, was FaceTiming live streaming of what was going on and got called out, of course, and you know our community, when you get called out for, of course, not social distancing, not wearing masks, and it went against everything that, of course... The New York was talking about the CDC. What I loved about your web series, and I know you're one of the producers on it, is I like the recovery and the honesty that you sh- you ended up shooting an episode about this. Can you just talk about that and how that came about? Well, you know, in the in the throes of the quarantine, you know, it's really hard to figure out. Um, and I and I'm I'm kind of I, I'm a producer, but I, I'm the one of the three producers that's the most sort of removed from it. 
So I, I'm trying to help, you know, on a macro level, like to, you know, sort of get things done and get things in place. But um, they have to figure out, you know, the, the content, you know, yeah. the, the storyline and, you know, what they're planning on putting together. So um, with the quarantine on, it's hard to figure out what to shoot. You know, like what, what do you shoot? You know, what, yeah. who, what are you going to who are you going to interview? What are you going to cover? There's no, there's nothing yeah. going on. No, so yeah. it's really hard because um, basically we wanted to do an episode on the quarantine itself and on life in quarantine and, uh, you know, sort of uh, circuit, you know, circuit sisters in quarantine, you know, what, you know, what, what are you going to do? That sort of a thing. This sort um, of wrote itself, right? And then it sort of wrote itself. So yeah. then, the, then the, the, the event happened. Yeah. Uh, the, you know, that nightmare popped up and that sort of became the, the meat of that episode, which was going to be about sort of life in quarantine. It ended up being about the, the, the drama, which, you know, the series needed drama. Um, yeah. There's a, a bit of a ongoing dialogue between the producers and, and the, and the creator about whether to skew the series more in a docu-series kind of way or to skew it more in a reality way. And he, he kind of, threaded this middle of the road uh, path because he is comes from the uh, reality uh, world. He's a, 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 a editor on a, on a, a, a reality show. Right. So, um, so that's sort of what he knows. Um, but, you know, anyway, the, um, the, uh, the Rona rave thing really was quite a, you know, big to do. Um, and we, we got so much shit for it. The, the series has gotten a lot of shit for it. Um, really? Yeah, because the the two guys who were involved in the uh, one was a DJ and the other one was you know one of the dancers. Um, uh, they they both were rather un, you know unremorseful. I mean they were remorseful and they apologized yeah. and they issued apologies, but it didn't really happen the way that it should happen. It didn't sound the way it should sound. It, it didn't come across as like super authentic. Um, so there was a lot of you know pushback from that. Um, and in general, it just kind of made things look kind of bad. So um, we covered it. It was a good episode because that was good drama, and we want yeah. good drama if you're going to be doing a reality show. But um, all in all, I think it uh, it was kind of like a wash. And then since then, it's kind of been like, okay, what do you cover? Yeah. Um, so it's been rough, you know. So it's it's kind of it's kind of just you know on pause. They've got another episode that they've almost finished editing. And It'd be we great if the camera could follow you this weekend in Atlanta, right? I suggested and I know, that. Yeah. I, su I suggested that, and they've, you know, you know, they've thought about they thought about doing similar things. Um, you know, there was there's an event coming up uh, this weekend in uh, here in New York. Jake is doing this event called Utopia out in you know it's like a little I don't know like a, a camping village or something. I don't, I don't know. It's like a you know some kind of all you know. Oh right, I read about sort of, that. Yeah, you know, sort of place. Uh, where they can control who's comes in and who comes goes out, and they can take your temperature and do rapid testing and all that. Exactly. Um, so they were going to do that. They were going to cover that. I suggested that they come to Atlanta because Atlanta at least has real venues that are open. So you know, you come to an actual club, and tomorrow you're at another club, and so you're you're actually you know you're in a hotel, you're in a club. You're, so it's it's more of like the regular thing, and it's sort of like the first events mm -hmm. back. So it would be really cool to cover that, but you know, there's costs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Cody, what were you going to, yeah. you were on that. I was going to say, what, can you just tell us a little bit more about um, this, your Labor Day game yeah, so on it's, Sunday it, in it, Atlanta with the yeah, big party so at District? Events. So they're going to do a, uh, there's a Friday night at Heretic, a Saturday night, um, I think that's also at Heretic, I, I, I can't remember. And then there's the District party on Sunday, and then there's a, a closing party after my party. Um, so there's, there's at least four parties, five parties. And, um, you know, basically Atlanta's open, you know, they've opened sooner. Um, you know, the, they're, they're managing it pretty well. There's, they're not getting a lot of pushback there. So, you know, things are good. Um, it is like a diminished, you know, reduced capacity type of situation, but um, the pictures from the event last weekend look good. Um, it's not like, you know, 10%, you know, it's like whatever it is, 30, 40%. So it's, right. It's about half full ish, you know, and if you restrict the, the size of the dance floor and stuff like it could still look pretty good. Um, so it's exciting. Um, and, um, you know, with so many people still doing virtual parties and uh, live streams and stuff like that, it's it's really, really exciting to be involved in one of the first few 
you know, weekends back somewhere, anywhere, you know. I'm just wondering, do you think that, you know, do you think that the gays and stuff, because I know you have to wear a mask and kind of socially distance, do you think it'll have the same vibe? Um, but I say that because there was a concert, an actual, like, I don't, an, a British concert that did it in a large venue outdoors and it worked. So do you think that you're kind of like this Atlanta, this event, being a part of it is kind of like a new way of approaching how we're going to do these large events? Well, thankfully, the my event is at an outdoor space. So district right. has an outdoor side, so it's going to be outside. So it might be a little bit less restrictive mm -hmm. simply because it's outside. So they might be a little mm -hmm. bit more lax on mask adherence and stuff like that. I mean, I'm not sure, but like I know that um, it was um, it was kind of, you know, it's required to have it. Um, you know, it's required to, you know, um, uh, have the mask and, and try and keep your distance. But ultimately, you know, um, it's hard to enforce that you yeah. know, all the way. So I think it's going to be all right. I think it's going to be fun. Um, it looks like the events this last weekend were, were good and everybody had a good time. So you had a, you had a guinea pig kind of to kind of test out the waters. Thank God. Yeah, I mean, you know, I'm 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 secluded in my little space. So yeah. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, I'm it'll be really there. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> but um, but yeah, it, you know, in terms of like this being sort of like a format uh, for moving forward, you know, I really don't I don't know because um, you know, Atlanta's like I said, pretty lax and pretty quick to reopen, and they've got a Republican governor or whatever. So yeah. I don't know if that's going to be what every other place is like. Frankly, I have no idea how they're going to reopen in places like California and here in New York. It's like with such a high, you know, such a high, you know, sort of volume you know, watch, watch over factor and like yeah. people being so, so intense about um, calling out this and calling out that it's, um, you know, I, I really don't know if uh, if this year, if we're going to see actual events come back. I mean, maybe they'll have some kind of like, you maybe some outdoor things, but we're going to be in like October and November soon. Yeah. Um, so then cold. the outdoor thing goes out the window, you know, so, I, you know, I, I really, I don't know. I, I think, I think next year looks good. I think through the election, I think nothing's going to change. Yeah. Um, and then maybe, you know, getting into like, you know, into deeper into the fourth quarter, I think we'll, we might see something, um, deeper. I like yeah, that yeah, word, Cody. Right. We, I mean, we only have you for a few more minutes, yeah. so go ahead. So, yes, I have one, one, another question for you. So I heard a little birdie told me that you have a new remix of Michael Jackson's yeah. song, The Wall. By my friend, with Breathway, yeah, Breathway. Right, right. friend of mine. Breathway? Yeah. Your best Tell friend, us a little right? bit about that. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, my friend Sean, he, uh, he's he been a vocalist on a few of my tracks, you know, and um, he had this vocal that he did, this cover that he did of Off the Wall a long time ago. Nothing happened with it. It just kind of sat there for years. It's so and, good. It's so good. And he's good. so good. You know, you, you listen to the vocal. I love that song. Yeah, it's you listen to the vocal and you're just like, fuck, this is so good, you know. So um, I just wanted to do something with it. He was like, yeah, do whatever you want with it. <laughs> so I got together with another friend and we put together, you know, basically a, an original mix, but it's a cover, you know. So um, we put that out a few weeks ago. Um, so that's that's out already. If you go to um, shop.pumprecords.us, it's it's on Beatport. Um, and, um, and then the remixes just came out um, last week. So they're really good. Um, we've got like a tech house techno remix. We've got like a kind of like a tropical house, like beachy type remix and, uh, and a big room remix um, by this guy, Steven Jesco, who's done a really phenomenal job. Um, and it's really good. I, I put the vocal on there too, because I, I wanted to, yeah. I wanted to like, you know, it's not like the vocal isn't, you know, it's out there anyway. I think it's on Sean's uh, mm -hmm. uh, SoundCloud, but you know, people don't know where that is. They don't, you know, a lot of times yeah. they don't think yeah. so. So I actually released it on the remix package. I released the vocal. It sounds really good. So hopefully people, you know, will fuck with it and, and do other fun stuff with it. Um, but yeah, I released that. I also have my new album that's out called uh, Global Anthems. Um, and that's on every service imaginable, um, you know, Spotify, whatever. ITunes, Global all, Anthems. It's Global Anthems, yeah. Nice. And that's like kind of like a retrospective of the last few years of uh, releases on my label and, um, and stuff of mine. Well, we couldn't let you go real quick because oh. you have... 
tagged yourself and embraced the idea of being a daddy, which you're too young to be a daddy in my mind. But how did, and we've talked a lot about it on this show. Um, how did that, how are you, how have you embraced the word daddy and what does that mean to you? Well, you know, nowadays, you know, these kids are calling 30 year olds daddy. You know? Yeah, so yeah. Exactly, anybody's yeah. a daddy now. A daddy is kind of like, it's almost like, I'm like great, great, great grandpa over here. Yeah, it's like you know, two 18 year olds, one of them's going to call the other one daddy. You know, it's, it's stupid. Yeah. But, um, but, but yeah, it's sort of like, you know, in terms of the, the sort of the, the cultural zeitgeist and the sort of like, you know, the, the whole daddy thing that's happening, you know, culture wide, I think it's really cool that it's happening at the same time that I'm, you know, going into my forties, you know? So, um, I've kind of looked out, I, I get to be the, you know, the, the youngest, you know, brand new fresh daddy. There you go. You know? um, <laughs> right at the moment where daddy's fresh hot, daddy. You know, I like that. Cool. So I like it. You know, I'm not hating it. I'm I'm digging it. You know, that's that's fine. I'll I'll roll with the daddy thing. Um, it's cool. Yeah, and I've seen some daddy pictures of you by Max Sturgis. Yeah. Can you tell us a little about a bit about being photographed by Max Sturgis? Well, um, I was going out to Dallas. This is last October, I think, November, something like uh -huh. that. Maybe November last year. Um, early November, and um, I had seen some of his stuff on Instagram, and I hit him up, and I was just like, "Hey, it'd be yeah, cool to, he's really talented. yeah, really good, right?" And like, it, it's 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 cool to you know, it's like I I I've wanted to do a shoot like that that sort of like captures that like sort of daddy essence, yeah, you the, know, and like the cowboy turns hat. you into turns you into like a daddy god, you know? <laughs> and um, it's like you know you don't see photographers every day that are so good that yeah. you know. So this this guy looked really good. He looked at my stuff. He was like, "Yeah, it's great. Sounds great. So come over." And it was the most interesting experience. He's um, him and his partner are both Christian, and they have like a sort of like a, a, a ritual, a bit of a you know a bit of a ritual about like how they shoot. They use like the same jock strap that's like blessed that every every oh, wow. model uses. They put hey, on the same true. It's like this like blessed jock strap. And um, I'm kind of obsessed <laughs> right now. No. <laughs> And um, and they he, they live in this house. It's like this, um, like a like a, I don't know, a craftsman Victorian. It's like this huge house on this very big lot, um, with a huge uh, garage. It's kind of like almost like a barn like garage. Oh. So, and the house, every room is just like something completely like out of a weird, you know, like Western fantasy, like a different kind of thing a different dream that you haven't so every room was a different a sort set. of like whoa yeah and he had like cowboy hats and boots and it, it just tons of stuff um and then masks and all kinds of other weird stuff you know like safari items things like that so it was really fun because um you know it first of all he's they were very good at like sort of making me comfortable and um they were very good at at sort of you know like i don't know it's like getting you into some kind of a groove where you trust them and you know so like there's this mutual trust thing going on so they're having you sort of do these different positions and poses and stuff but when you trust them and you're kind of rolling with it it starts to you know and you're wearing these items that they have sure. there for you to wear and stuff it kind of just flows and before you know it you know you're having a great time and um and you're then when daddy. I, I started getting daddy pictures back, I was just like oh my god like whoa like Jesus Christ I never knew it looked that good in a cowboy hat I was like oh DJ Dan DeLeon. You can follow <laughs> him at DJ Dan DeLeon and see a lot of these pictures on Instagram because you give us a taste, a thirsty taste of it. And I'm sure there's more to be seen. Yeah, X-rated versions. Of yeah, where do we those, see those? Those are on Max Sturgis's OnlyFans. So for now, oh, they're on see? his OnlyFans. All of, all of his X-rated stuff is on his OnlyFans. That's that's kind of what he does. So he he shoots these shoots and then he puts the the G-rated stuff goes on a separate G-rated Max Sturgis account. See, we were talking about OnlyFans, yeah. and, and you got it layered it out. Yeah. It's tears. Right. Yeah. It's right. tears. Right. <laughs> so, like, I have all these pictures now, and I've been thinking of the same thing. It's like, well, why not start an OnlyFans with, like, the X-rated versions of these mm. We'll We'll join your OnlyFans for sure. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, um, I'm and, figuring it out. Figuring and by the out. way, we love seeing pictures of you and your adorable boyfriend. You two are, like, so hot. And Thank you so yeah, much. Yeah, I know. You celebrated his birthday, and that was a lot of fun. DJ Dan DeLeon, thank you so much. Have a great spin. Thank um, you, guys. Send me thank a note you. on how thank it you. goes. And I will. We'll, yeah, yeah that would sure. be great. Thank for you sure. so much. All right. Thanks, All right. It's a pleasure, Dan. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye. My pleasure. Bye. Cool. Oh, my goodness. 
Super fun. That was so fun with him, huh? So fun. Yes. I love that. He's so so wonderful, so sweet. He really is. Oh my god. Um, yay. Oh, thanks, Dan. That was a lot of fun. Um, Jen, Jen says she's gonna make her only fan site. Thanks, Jen. <laughs> Rob Smith. I'll sign up for that Rob one too, Smith, Jen. Let's, okay. <laughs> let's wear our masks. Yeah, I think we need to. Um, just checking in yes. on our some of our other pages here that are tuning in. Okay, good. I'm going to Facebook right now. Um, well, yeah, I would love to attend one of those parties. I think it would be a lot of fun. Um, I think while we have our last few minutes, Cody, we had one more question that we could read. Do you want me to go to that question uh -huh. and we can just kind of dissect that one? Yeah. Uh, it was, Let's hi, go. guys. Love the podcast since coming across it about six weeks ago. I re I'm recently out after 32 years living as a straight man. I've been, I've been dating one guy, and he's actually the only guy I've ever had sex with, and I wanted some of your advice. Our sex life is dull on my end because I want to try new things, but I don't really know what positions to try or what to do that will get him off. Do you have any advice on positions? Porn is just not realistic all the time, and I'm just running short on resources. Please help. I'll let you Okay. Uh, okay, I'll start. So I, I don't know how experienced the, the guy that, that he's dating is, but talk to him and see what, what he likes yeah. first. That's what I would recommend. And and because not everybody is the same, literally everybody. Everybody. <laughs> um, also, <laughs> and also there's, I actually looked up the Gay Kama Sutra and there's a lot of stuff. I like Googled it and so many things popped up, literally. Um, so. <laughs> you went, you did some deeper um, yeah, research. Just, I like it. I, you know, I got a, our fans are very important ah. to me. I got <laughs> um, Also, I would recommend like a change of scenery. Like if you do it in the bedroom yeah. all the time. Um, oh, see, Renan saying reverse cowboy oh, is, a, is a good Renan, start. Renan, is that the one I was talking okay. about last week? Yeah. That where the top is lying on the bed, perhaps, like this, and then the mm -hmm. bottom is on top. That is my favorite, and that's the one I really wanted to try. Like this. Thank you, Renan, <laughs> because, yeah, that's a, a really, absolutely, that's like one of my fantasy ones, and particularly, Particularly, really? Renan, if you have a mirror in front of you so that the bottom, so if you're mm. the bottom, then you can actually see the dick and yourself getting it all done at Yes! You know, I mean, get that mirror going. I think it's critical. Critical. Um, I would I would okay. agree with that and not knowing with this what this guy was talking about in terms of whether he has been, Jen, wow, <laughs> whether... <laughs> Whether he's been the top or the bottom, I would agree with you, Cody, and, and we talk a lot about it on Tag's podcast, is communication. The The best thing you can do if after, be kind to yourself if you've just come out at 32 years and you have this guy, communication, communication, communication. We say it all the time, and it's one of those things that you just, you'll get to know what your partner really likes if you just talk and what yeah. gets them off. Yeah. Um, Renan says, yes. oh my God, I need my glasses to see these. It says, stick a GoPro to the wall and stream it to your TV. It's kind of like a mirror. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of like a mirror and you can kind of see yourself, you can see yourself as, so he's talking yeah. about like, you know, video, videoing yourself and then streaming it to Aram's your Aram's taking notes. Okay, good. I think Aram I know, Aram. I don't know that you need notes, Aram, but okay. Um, read Renan's because I, I can't see that. Oh, it says, because you see um, your partner's expression. So you see what works and what doesn't work. That's that's good advice. Thank we're you. We're not. We need you on the show. <laughs> like, we, can, we, can we schedule you, please? And what does Queen say? She says, uh, she's just echoing what you said. She said that Ren Ren Renan needs a spot on the on the, uh, yes, on the show, right? exactly, <laughs> Renan. All right, we are signing you up. We've got several spots. We are here.
every yes. Wednesday. And absolutely, thanks for playing along with this. Um, one one note, yes. it's Labor Day week. And we are, if you watch our other show, Sex with Stevie, which happens every Thursday night, we are taking a week off to celebrate uh, Labor Day week. And we're coming back strong next week with brand new tags live on wednesday and then of course we'll be live with sex with stevie so i'm really excited for that and enjoy yeah. your labor day weekend and i just want before we leave i want to thank our guest dj dan de leon follow him he was such a great guest and i really appreciate him yes he was absolutely up next on we are part of the connection zone and the the sex the relationships the love keeps going on on this platform get vocal up next is sex stories and hang with yo it's at 10 p.m so check that out and i want to thank my co-host cody maurice Duggett. thank you steve thank you everybody for watching you guys are wonderful and thanks absolutely for all your we'll be back next week thank you Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to fifteen hundred dollars back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park